Well, it's one thing to be shutting your house on lockdown due to a global pandemic, but what if the house was haunted? Yes, you're listening to episode 39 of the Devil Time Swipe Horror Podcast, and this month we'll be looking at haunted house movies. I'm Cliff, and joining me are my fellow wispy apparitions, Phil, Emily, Luke, and Bryony. Hello! Hello! Hiya! Uh, so they can take our freedom, but they can't take our monthly Skype call. How's this strange <laughs> new world for you, for you so far? It's same as usual, to be honest, just with less bread. <laughs> it's pretty similar to my normal life, except I haven't got to go to like Halifax and die on my ass. So the daytime is very similar. <laughs> I'm kind of enjoying it, you know. It's, it's nice. I mean, it's great. It's great for an introvert, isn't it? And a yeah. reason to not go out and do anything. Honestly, I so yeah. As I said, I've moved to my other house. Uh, other house. My other, my other house. Oh dear. Is that what you do when there's a pandemic? Yeah. You move to your other house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Life's like as a zero-hour worker now. Um, no, I moved to my other house house, and he's loving it because he just watches films and doesn't go outside. And I'm just like, oh god, I really miss humans. <laughs> I, I still have to get up to have a shower in the morning, and uh, oh no, you don't, mate. That's just social construct. Everyone still wants me to go on on camera. I have to have still have video calls every morning at nine thirty. So that's. I always switch my camera off and they're like, oh, Emily, what, what's happened to your camera? I'm like, oh, it's broken. And in fact, I'm sitting there vaping and going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything that gets me through. Nothing like, a, nothing like a meeting with no knickers on. That's what I do. Hey. Um, you have to make sure. But, I mean, I've been finding it really hard to concentrate on films I've been watching this month. It's uh, yeah. just like so much news going on. Did anyone else do like, because I got really drunk and watched loads of zombie and pandemic films in one evening and then felt very bad afterwards. No, but something I do need to rewatch is um, Unfriended because that's just about the only sort of film that you can make these days. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't understand how they're not because that became a genre at one point. The whole computer screen yeah. genre. Yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah. Now's the time they could be doing it, and really? no one has announced that they're going to do another one. No, no, no. I did see a uh, cheap film has been announced called Corona Zombies, but um, oh yes, I saw uh, that. Yeah, you someone worried <laughs> in a lift. On the, I suspect. Um, I suspect that was already made, and they just retitled it. Yeah, it was just <laughs> footage of the queue outside Waitrose. Yeah. <laughs> if it's time one of them will be released as a new hellraiser <laughs> so you like bread now you're a zombie made of bread or a cenobite made of bread yeah, but they right. tempt you into hell by showing you where the bog roll is yeah. <laughs> we have such shites to show you we have such andrex to show you yeah. Yeah. I mean I don't know how good this international shut-in situation is for podcasters like us because there's so many to listen to but hardly anyone's commuting at the minute so no. Yeah. You know, yeah. no one gets the time to listen but you know I feel a bit like our toes are stepped on because everyone's like, oh my God, did you know you could Skype call with like five people at the same time? It's like, bitch, we do that every month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back the fuck off. It's like with the bread flour thing. Everyone started buying bread flour and that's my thing. You all thought it was cute and now you're all after it. Get off, casuals. <laughs> I know how I felt in like early 2010s when every bastard started growing a beard. <laughs> But if you are listening during the pandemic, then thank you and hello, and we hope it's not too grim for you. And if you're listening to this in the future, once everything's back to normal, then I hope it's not too weird for you to be listening to the cheery voices of up to five recently deceased people. (laughs) 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 But then that's uh, quite appropriate on this month's theme. (laughs) However, before we get onto that, normality resumes in the forms of our highs and lows segment. Um, Emily, let's start with you. 
I've got two highs again, which is unusually positive for me. Um, first of all, I rewatched Deathline, which is absolutely cracking. Um, Cannibals on the London Underground in the 70s. Um, sleazy old London as it used to be. Donald Pleasance was a grumpy policeman and a cannibal man who can only say, mind the doors. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he does. He, he goes full RSC. He's, he's a cannibal who's never spoken to another person, but... He's learnt to speak from hearing announcements on the underground station. Ah. Where... That sounds great. Wait, is he is he a cannibal that was found on the tube? Uh, well, yeah, he lives in the tube station. Okay. Well, in the tunnel. In, that. in the tunnel. Well, yeah, yeah they're, they're sort of in the kind of like the dead spaces between platforms, etc. Okay. And it's, it's meant to have been a disaster, like many many years previously, that kind of walled a lot of people in and. The cannibals are the last remaining descendants, and he is the last remaining cannibal. And um, I said that really cheerfully, didn't I? He's the last <laughs> remaining cannibal. <laughs> but um, I love that film, so always good to revisit. It makes a nice double bill with an American werewolf in London as well. Okay, uh, oh, I don't want to jump ahead, but uh, next month we've got a very fine Donald Pleasance uh, performance coming up. So, oh yes, wonderful. Um, he, he's great. And the other one is um, I don't know if you guys remember. There used to be a thing called cinemas. Yeah. <laughs> Way back and um I went before all of this happened, I went to see um Colour Out of Space with Nicolas Cage. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um yeah. it's cheesy and ridiculous, but it's it's still fun. And if you like Nicolas Cage going mad, then yeah. Yes. I really like it when it all kicks off, but it it annoyed me that it wasn't better than it is. Because it could have been brilliant and I think it missed the mark a bit. Um but there are some really great effects in the later scenes. The same directors doing other Lovecraft adaptations, so this one mm. feels like it's it's good and it's on the way to something. So maybe the next one will be full on awesome. Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah, um, Phil. My low is was really disappointing actually. Was Wounds because I really liked. Um, oh, I love that Under the Shadow. Um, but I thought Wounds was terrible, and I was really surprised because it's like lots of people properly love Wounds, right? Although Ooh. I looked at, um, although I did Google reviews, and there are some bad reviews as well. Um, just thought it was really very boring, and um, uh, made no sense whatsoever. <laughs> I liked it when he ate ET; that was pretty good. Um, but otherwise, and also you like he, he eats ET. He eats ET. What? It's I should say spoilers, shouldn't I? Yeah. But like. Don't listen to this if you want to watch Wounds and be bored to tears. But like, um, at the end, he eats E.T. Actually, E.T. Okay. I don't remember that bit particularly. But... <laughs> remember, the very, you remember the very last shot of the film? Yes, I do, because that's really cool. No, but... it isn't. It's <laughs> A little E.T. comes out of his everywhere. face and he eats him. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, of course, yeah. Um, it had some of the worst acting I think I've ever seen in a film. Um, I think I think the, the acting from the stuff was better than the acting in wounds. It was insane. <laughs> it's about the stuff. <laughs> the stuff alone. All of my films are now judged on where they stand in relation to where the stuff is. I got to tell you, there's one this week that you made me watch, which I think is worse than the stuff. But oh, like, right. fucking cool. um, and my high was I really liked. Uh, it's a horror comedy, but I really liked that um, that thing that's gone on Netflix, Extraordinary. Oh, oh mate, yeah. I love that. It was great. It's like a horror comedy with a sort of um, a really reluctant. Everybody in it is just really reluctant. Like the devil is a devil worshiper who doesn't really want to be doing it. It's got a wife who doesn't want to be there. The spiritualist sort of uh, she doesn't want to talk to the dead. The dead don't really want to talk to her. It's just um, this really lovely, funny sort of really stupid horror comedy. But I love that thing. Yeah, yeah. I want to say that. Uh, oh, Luke, 
Into you. Um, I went to Glasgow Fright Fest before this all oh, wow. happened, uh, and my low is going to be uh, Anderson Falls, which is um, about a man whose wife kills herself, but then he thinks it's been set up and two men have actually killed her. Um, it's horrendous. A man shouts, I hate you, at a poster at one point. Um, <laughs> and it's called Anderson Falls because the main character's name is Jeff Anderson. Oh, it's... Does it fall over? Uh, yeah, it falls over at one point. Does he get up again? <laughs> You're never going to keep him down. <laughs> it's, 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 really, it's really, really bad. It's, it's this year's The Room. Um, oh man, yeah. Jesus! Ooh, okay. had, had me laughing a lot. I didn't expect it to be, and um, yeah, the director realizes how bad it is now after showing it. Um, but it was horrendous. Yes, yeah, so, so I saw that. But he doesn't claim it was a comedy all along. Um, I'm expecting him to do that, right? But he posts on Twitter about it, and someone's like, "I don't know why everyone's hating on it." I really liked it, and the director even replied with, "You're the only one." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my highest, the uh, yeah, before all the cinema was shut, it was the film that I saw be- the day before they all shut was The Hunt. Yay, that's um, good. It's really fun. It was just uh, incredibly fun. I, like right from the first, because I completely forgot the trailer. I know that a lot of people say the trailer gave away a lot of the film, but I completely forgot it. And right from the first sort of ten minutes, it was just so much fun. Mm. I love the way that you don't know who to who to follow really, because like yeah, that's yeah, that's the thing about it. It's all over. It just keeps jumping around from person to person. You don't know who the protagonist is. It's really clever the way that that's done. It's so much fun. For a fifteen, I didn't expect it to go as sort of as gory as it yeah. does at points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Betty Gilpin is just uh, is brilliant as well in that. Yes, yeah. a lot of fun. I really wanted to see the hunt, um, but then the world ended, uh, and it is available on Amazon Prime for sixteen quid. Um, is that to buy it or rent it? Because that sounds mad. You have to rent it. Well, what I saw was like there was an option to rent it for fifteen ninety nine. Thing is, I guess they're saying you're probably watching it with someone, aren't you? So yeah, then but it's like, only like eight quid each. But it's like I'm not paying sixteen quid to watch it because I've only got my phone at the moment, and it's like <laughs> on a cracked screen. It's like that's just no. The world hasn't ended just yet. I'm not paying sixteen bloody quid to watch a film. <laughs> I'm going to wait for the cinemas. God damn it! Um, so yeah, I didn't see the hunt, but it sounds good. So maybe yeah. after all this, it will be my high. But the film I watched some oldies. So my low was a film called The Sect, which Ooh, I yeah. really wanted to enjoy, but it was just so. Sure. It was just like vignettes of nothing happening. It's like it's one of the Italian sex films, but yes. there's not much sex in it, and, and it's in Germany. And uh, at one point, it felt like a parody, and it was like, is this supposed to be funny? Because at one point, the guy's like, "I am your father." Then she goes, "No," like word for word, Star Wars. Uh, there's a rabbit involved. The rabbit kills someone, right? So all through the film, twice, two two different scenes, the rabbits using a remote control to control the telly and it's like right the rabbit's satan and then later on the <laughs> this guy who's like a friend of the the main woman in it is uh, about to fall down a well and he's grabbing on and the rabbit hops along and the rabbit pushes him basically mm. and it's like oh the rabbit's satan the rabbit's not satan he's just he's just a, a larry rabbit, <laughs> larry um, rabbit. <laughs> that was it and i was really disappointed um and i really wanted to enjoy it because it's all like all my favorite things like satanism and cults and it starts off really, really strong. Like there's a there's a heart on the subway. Someone's cut it open out of someone. It's like yeah, strap in, and then nothing happens, and then stuff happens really quickly. Um, so that was disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, and my high is uh, a film called Thirst, which was a bit crap but really charming. 
That's the Australian one. It's yeah? Australian, but everyone talks of these really bizarre, like posh Australian accents because it's very seventies, and they're sort of like, "Good day, how are you?" <laughs> um, here's my blood cash. So it's basically like a, a resort for vampires, but they're not like proper vampires, or are they? It's a bit weird. Um, and they've got like a farm, and people are called blood cows, and it's really campy, really good fun, um, and I, I really do enjoy vampire films especially ones that sort of go how would a society of vampires work um and it's got the added bonus of bizarre accents so that's my high uh my low is edge of the axe which arrow have uh, put out recently on blu-ray it's a spanish slasher but filmed in california i think um you would not think that the director had ever made anything before because it's so inept but it's by jose ramon laraz who made a load of really good uh, psychological sort of yeah, psychosexual dramas and, and thrillers in the 70s so I don't know why he just <laughs> did such a bad job of Edge of the Axe but it's so boring um, it's got a very funny uh, talking computer which you know <laughs> for the 1988 talk idea of what talking computers were like oh fantastic great and uh, my high is The Golden Glove which is a German film about a serial killer a real life one whose name escapes me right now but he was a total fucking skank, and um, <laughs> it's it's really grimy and horrible. And uh, the bar that it's set around, called the Golden Glove, it just looks like the worst pub you've ever been to, full of the worst people. It's it's kind of a black comedy, but it's it's very horrible, and it's great. Um, and the other thing I like about it is that it's the original title in German is Der Goldene Handschuh. Which is okay. I found out that um, German for glove is handshoe. That's adorable. <laughs> really like. It's adorable. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I think now it's time to pour yourself a large glass of spirits. If your mansion house needs haunting, just call. Rent a ghost. Uh, you may remember that at the end of last month's show, Bryony very excitedly selected Steve Beck's 2001 film <laughs> 13 Ghosts as our you first feature. Well, here goes. There are ghosts around us all the time. Most of them, they can't hurt us. Most of them don't even want to hurt us. But there are exceptions. What the hell was that? For these six people... You're wasting your time. It's all sealed up. The only thing worse than being trapped in a house with a ghost. This house is not a house. We're in the middle of a machine powered by the dead. Is being trapped in a house with 13 ghosts. We got company! Where? I can't... How close is it? Close enough to hurt you. Go, 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 go! Can I rely on you not to get me killed? I guarantee nothing. A family inherits an architecturally unusual mansion where every glass room has been designed to imprison a different monstrous phantom. Um, for starters, it's probably not the height of wit to call this film 13 and Ghosts, like how it's written, but it's very satisfying to say 13 and... and no, 13 and... Can't say it. 13 and... Thir 13 and Ghosts. That's what it's called. And... Yeah, I mean, my given how brief my notes are on this one, partly related <laughs> to finding it hard to concentrate on films lately, that might be all I've got to say on the matter. <laughs> Brian, <though. laughs> you seem to like it. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. All right. Like, 
we always talk about good films. Sometimes it's nice to chuck in a stinker. And I panicked and I didn't think Phil would be here this month. But I'm sorry, Phil. <laughs> I didn't expect us to win. I'm, I actually I actually really appreciate your apology. <laughs> <laughs> well, you already you didn't have a go at me, but you did sort of message me going, I'm watching this and it's not very good. And I was like, yeah. Oh, I was messaging you when I was watching it, wasn't it? It's, yeah. it's like, I mean, God almighty, it's the world, one of the worst pieces of shit hey, I've ever seen in my life. It's It's got a big glass house. It's got Monk. It's got right, the house is Lillard. Good. The, the house, house is quite good. good. Apart from, quite it never good. really feels like a real building, does it? It always no. feels like they're on a soundstage. No, yeah. it makes little to no sense um monk is skint and he just wants a nice house um i like tony shalhoub a lot i've got a lot of time for him who's that is that is that the scooby that's guy the from scooby-doo no Arthur, no that's Matthew Arthur Lillard. Oh, guy okay. from scooby that's the guy from hackers you hack um, <laughs> scooby-doo Matthew was his Lillard. finest role though wasn't it <laughs> well that's scream he's good in scream oh uh, yeah that's I right but scooby-doo really pipped it i think that was I'm really his really, oscar uh, moment I'm a big fan of Matthew Lillard because like, all of his acting is basically just him moving his jaw to one side yeah. and his, the rest of his head to the other side and just going, Aah! He's yeah. definitely aiming for kind of cult status in this film, isn't he? He, I, really, yeah, wants, yeah. he really wants to do a Nick Cage. He, yeah, yeah. he chews, yeah. I've got a lot of time for him. Um, I think he's he's a good Scooby to Shaggy. That's Shaggy, the one yeah. Is. Shaggy, I don't know. Um, it's a bad film, I'm sorry. Some of the ghosts look pretty cool. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. K and B effects, um, makeup effects are really good. Yeah. It's weird that they they came up with a load of brilliant ghosts and like brilliant ghost design and then didn't really do much with them. No. And then you suddenly go on the yeah, IMDb page and it talks about the backstory of each of them. Yeah, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. I think what happened is they maybe started with a really good story and then because it was that weird time, was it early two thousands this released? Two thousand one. Two thousand one. That was a weird year. Um, it might have just got sort of chopped down and made into sort of this weird early noughties sort of slasher ghosty thriller thing. Because the first time I saw it, did you? Did any of you guys have NTL like cable way yeah. back then, like twenty years ago? So we we were the first one of the first families in our blocks to get cable. Ooh! Oh, is this in your first house or your second house? Oh, this is in my third house, darling. Um... <laughs> my parents still haven't got Freeview. Really? Oh, bless them. Do they just do shadow puppets? (laughs) They've been shut in for the last 14 days. They've probably killed each other by now. (laughs) Yeah, so you used to get this box of thing, and then I used to be, like, ill, so I'd skive off and be like, oh, mum, I'm ill. And she'd be like, all right, well, get on the sofa with you, drink some water, I'm off to work. And uh, you could rent films off the NTL channel. You'd have to get the pin off your parents and put it on the remote. And I saw some absolute shite, and this is one of them. And I, I thought it was really cool when I was 11 or 12. Uh, as a 31-year-old, I see I was wrong. <laughs> and, I, and I'm sorry. Once you've seen the ghosts, and you do see a lot of them, in that really irritating quick flash yeah, editing, yeah. Yeah. There, there's nothing left there, is there? It's just you've seen the ghosts. They don't That's do it, anything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no one's no one's sort of um, waiting for those big cogs, are they? Just going, oh, those big cogs are going to explode at some point. That's uh, going to be exciting. Lake, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. what did you you like this when you were a kid, didn't you? I yeah, when tell. I uh, when <laughs> me and my dad rented it, uh, I said, yeah, let's rent that, Dad. I remember liking it when I was twelve, and there was something definitely wrong with that twelve-year-old me because this is a hilarious film, and just uh, why does a man? 
tell a ghost that they've got nice tits like, what, is, <laughs> what is that why does that happen maybe that's how you repel a ghost vampires crucifix ghosts nice, nice tits yeah. <laughs> gotta have a system and then matthew lillard calls one of them a little bitch later on yeah calls a ghost a little yeah he says all you are is a little bitch to the ghost <laughs> it's a very annoying film but i can i can see why a 12 year old boy would like it because it's well 12 12 year old girl didn't mind it yeah <laughs> Times were different when me and Luke were 12, you know? Tastes were different. Films were bad. I mean, it's real MTV generation stuff, isn't it? It's all very fast. It's very yeah. loud and quite annoying. It's quite a shouty film, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Do you think that at this point in, in like, special effects, like, history, they'd really nailed sort of... Well, they thought they'd nailed sort of machine parts. Because, like, it feels like... Uh, <laughs> It feels like at this point, there's like like Wild Wild West, big mechanical spider (laughs) and like Lost in Space, big mechanical. Everything seemed to have big mechanism, mechanical things. And they just tried to fit stories around it. Steampunk, yeah. Steampunk was a thing, wasn't it? I wonder if that was like a sort of um, a kind of audience vote thing. So they'd like, they'd they'd do a screener and the audiences would come out and go, please put more cogs. Yeah, I want cogs. Yeah, I really (laughs) came for the cogs. People want cogs, okay? Stick some fucking cogs in. Cogs well, that's cogs. what it looks like. It looks like they they had this set, and then at some point someone just came along and painted a load of CGI cogs yeah. in the middle of it because it doesn't doesn't look real. No, it does not. Pixar do this, don't they? When Pixar, well, in the old days they used to. When they'd learned how to do a thing, they would do oh, make a film yeah. that had a lot of that thing in it. Tangled was famous. Tangled, they, yeah. They learned it, how to do hair. So they they yeah. to, and, and Monsters Inc. Obviously, they learned how to do fur and. Finding Nemo, water. (laughs) Pixar now does the eyes. That's the weird thing. All their film, a lot of their characters have the same eyes now. Oh, do they? So the dinosaur in in A Good Dinosaur has the exact same eyes that the kid in their new film Onward have. So it feels like they've just got the one eye model now and they're just going to keep on (laughs) putting on every single character. Or it could be one of those like Pixar theories where it like ties all the films together and it turns out the kid from Onward massacred the dinosaur and stole his eyes uh, <laughs> yeah. and the pizza planet butter there yeah yeah that's, yeah that would be the theory yeah. so mm. i'll pop that on the internet <laughs> a billion <laughs> hits what constructive yeah. chat we've had about fur 13 and ghosts <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i panicked <laughs> so has anyone seen the 1960 version no, no i didn't get a chance no. to watch that one yeah what do you oh, think um, it was all right. I mean, it's a little bit cheesy, but it's um, it's William Castle, isn't it? So he he loves his cheese. He yeah. starts it starts off with a message from the producer in his office, where there's a skeleton apparently taking down dictation, and yeah. he goes, "That's all for today." <laughs> and that kind of sets the tone. It's like a cheesy, fun sort of fun fair ride, and um, one of the ghosts sounds like Blakey from On the Buses. <laughs> I think it goes. Um, is it like the remake? Is it like it? No, yeah. nothing like it. No. Oh, okay. uh, only in the sense that there's 13 ghosts. Do they have any new metal? I like the Ouija board scene in that. It's um, that's pretty good, and uh, then things start flying around. Um, it, it, there's bits that I think in 1960 people would have found quite scary. Yeah. And, and then it's got that ridiculous gimmick with the um, what's it called? Illusiono viewer. Which was like a, a sort of like 3D glasses, but it had a red window and a blue window, and you could look through the I think it's the red window if you want to see the ghosts whenever the screen changes color from black and white to color, 
Or you can use the blue window if you're scared of ghosts and don't want to see them. Oh. <laughs> oh, you believe in ghosts or if you don't believe in ghosts. And then at the end, they switch them. So even if you don't believe in ghosts, you're still going to see a ghost. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Um, yeah. Well, I find it really weird that um, that, 13 Ghosts, the 1961, is quite fun and a modern romp. But then The Haunting by Robert Wise that came out three years later, it's so staid and stiff and old-fashioned. I know most people don't think that. Most people think The Haunting is just, like, genius. Oh, I love The Haunting. That's I one of my favourites. I, <laughs> I knew you would, Phil. And Emily, I bet you love it. It's not a patch on the um, the book it's based on. No, it isn't. Oh, you were about no. to say the remake. <laughs> Do you know what? It's really weird that you say that because I knew that this was going to come up and I wanted to say that, like, it's nothing... Because we're going to talk about The Woman in Black as well and no adaptation mm. of that has been mm. as good as the book and no adaptation of Haunting of Hill House has been as good as the book. Well, the book is absolutely cracking. I mean, but the the film of The Haunting, the 1961 or 1963, Great. I think it is, it does have its moments. It is a little bit staid. And um, I kept getting distracted because the professor guy pronounces superstition in a weird way. Does he it? says superstition. There's like an extra Super, Y at the beginning. And that was stupid. That was just weird and silly. But um, You like it, though? It was all right. Yeah. I love it. I think it's a proper masterpiece. Yeah, what, what, what a wicked film. Um, Tell me why. Convince me because I so, I found it so boring. Because it's like, it's really, really creepy. Um, the characters are really good. They're all really sort of different characters and they get on each other's nerves in ways that you'd think that they would because they're those sort of character types. Mm. They're sort of broad enough to be interesting but not broad enough to be fucking annoying. Um, I must admit... The, the main woman is so wafy. Oh, she does get on my so nerves a bit. So, um, you do want me, to sort me, of me, go, come it? on. Um, and the, the playboy is a bit too much. Hey, I don't believe in any of this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but the... Um... Hey, never mind that, guys. Let's have a martini. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, but the banging on the banging, the sound design and the banging on the walls is incredible. Mm. Um, the most, the scariest part of the book, The Haunting of Hill House, the book has has got a bit in it which is the only time a book's ever scared me um it, like like in a in a real way rather than a sort of way that you would sort of talk about it um and the, the the 60s film is the only one that recreates that scary bit in a way that's still scary i quite like the um i quite like the the tv show of it, it was all right Thought what about the uh, 1999 version? That's <laughs> terrible. Really bad. Yeah, it's, it's a shame. Bad. And again, that's another one where they, they seem like they, they go, oh, we could do CGI because all the walls move, don't they? Yeah, yeah, the, the, the wood cherubs and that. That's another yeah. NTL rental on a sick day. Is it? The cast of the Haunting remake is really strong, I think. Well, Liam Neeson, Catherine Zeta-Jones, oh, yeah. Owen Wilson, Lily Taylor. It should be good. Yeah. But fucking Owen Wilson is so bad in it. You know that bit where he... Um, he bumps into Liam Neeson. He spends actually 30 seconds going, uh, recovering from the shock. I mean, listen to this. <laughs> oh, God! God! Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, you gotta be careful. Are you all right? I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. You just don't jump out. Are you all right? Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Oh. What's with the uh, glove? What? Oh, no, I, just, I couldn't sleep. I was just insomnia. What's with uh, Yeah, you gotta be careful because I. I wasn't. I was just. Uh... No, I know. I'm sorry. I just. Oh. <laughs> it goes on and on. It's very scary. I'd show Bob with the rake, but not this. <laughs> Don't know what that means. <laughs> it's a Simpsons reference, Kim. Yeah, I, I got it, Emily. Yeah. No. no. I got I it got too, it. sir. Miss, miss. I got it too, miss. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I like the telly version of this. The Mike Flanagan series. Yeah, was that his name? Yeah. Yes, it was good. Um, it was very good. I, I preferred it to the films. Uh, if, if we're allowed to talk about telly versions, yeah, go it was good. And it had some properly good scares, like some yeah. really, really scary, and it had some really lovely hidden in the back of shots, mm. creepy Ghosty, things. It was yeah. a real, it was really good. Um, you had to get over the characters, though, didn't you? Like I wanted to punch them all, mm. like so many times. But after mm. a few episodes, it was okay. Um, yeah. Um, as they were saying, the changeling. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, That's again, good. this is one that people say is fucking shit yourself scary. I just do not get it. I'm so bored. Oh, I love this film. I love. You it. don't think when he keeps turning the taps on. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is my fucking problem with ghost stories: is that ghosts aren't scary. They either do something really fucking uh, unfrightening, like turn a tap yeah. on. Or they do something really frightening for no fucking reason at all. And the changeling is a great example because the ghost was murdered yeah. and George C. Scott's character is trying to investigate and unveil the murder plot. And the ghost sort of seems to keep putting him off and get and killing anyone who gets too close. Why? He just likes killing. Yeah, no, but he doesn't. It, but he doesn't. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. They, they, the, the, the ghost needs, because the, the point is the ghost needs the, the truth behind his death to come out so that he can be at rest. And yeah, whenever anyone gets too close to the truth, he fucking flips their car over or whatever. Doesn't He's bored, mate. He's just sense. fucking bored. He's <laughs> boring being dead. He kept trying to run a bath and someone kept turning it yeah, off. I just want to bounce my fucking ball, mate. That's all I want. <laughs> also, George C. Scott, does not look like he would be scared of anything. He's no. massive. So That's he one of the reasons why it's cool, though, that it is a sort of an unconventional sort of hero. And also the um, the fact that he's got the young woman from the kind of historical society, they're like buddy up, and it's not. it doesn't end up being a creepy May-December romance. It's just... So I looked it up later. George C. Scott was married to that actress. Really? Yeah. True, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, he was. I think, Cliff, that like if... Ghosts, of all horror films, ghosts are the only things that scare me. Um, really? Like I, I don't get, I don't get scared of anything else. Nothing else makes me feel uncomfortable. Or but ghost films really, really. I watched Grave Encounters last night, and even that terrified me. Right. So like, I think, I think it's just like, and and ghosts terrify my sister as well. So I think maybe if ghosts are a thing, like then the then these ones are great. But if they're not, I can see that like these would be boring as fuck because it's yeah. nothing happens. No. <laughs> I mean, I've I've been having a bit of a crisis of uh, of. Who, who the fuck am I? I'm a horror fan. And you think ghosts are the most basic thing in horror. Yeah, and well. if you don't like ghosts, then how can you like horror? But I think maybe that the problem is that they are the most basic thing. I want something a bit more. I really don't like um, Home Invasion. There's no Home Invasion film that I've enjoyed. I would, I would, I would wipe all those films off the face of the earth, yeah. um, just because um, I don't know why. But for, for me, they just leave me completely cold. But mm. ghosts. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of ghost stories and ghost films, uh, and I was trying to figure out why. And I think it's yeah because they do generally frighten me a little bit. I had a lot of little, I had a lot of wee scares this week, and because of that, it's not as enjoyable as watching like a big gory zombie film. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Because with a lot of the horror that I watch, it's either really ridiculous, it's either something really really camp and terrible, or something that's a really fun romp for me. Like that whole feeling of the sublime on a roller coaster. It's scary, but you yeah. know it's fine. Whereas ghostly stuff, it's just. It's good, but I just don't enjoy it. So it's a strange, it's a strange yeah. conundrum to be in as a as a horror fan. It's um, like a, yeah, it's like a hot chili, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
It's like, I'm enjoying this because I'm crying. That's yeah, good. Right. Oh, God, we're all going to die. <laughs> um, uh, Luke, where do you stand on ghost stories generally? Um, yeah, there is there is a lot that creeped me out. I think it was the first thing when I was a kid that creeped me out the most about films. It's probably since the weirdest one, but Sixth Sense with that was one mm. because it's still meant to be ghosts in a house, but no one can really see them. I think that was the first one that really actually got me. Yeah. And I remember still being scared after that whole scene where he goes to the toilet and the woman runs behind. And as a kid, I would be too scared to get up in the night because of stuff like that. Yeah. Because I thought, oh, that's going to that's gonna happen to me now. So I, there is ones that, yeah, do creep me out a lot. But um, I'll tell you what, know. last night, late last night, I watched The Conjuring. We've already covered like that wave of Haunted House films back on episode four. Um but I thought I'd want, I wanted to watch The Conjuring again just to check that they, these can be done well. And when the ghosts in that are just doing pointlessly scary things, like the clapping bits, you yeah. know, no reason for it. It doesn't make any sense. But because the film is good and it actually draws you in, you overlook that. And uh, I think when I, you know, turned the lights off at quarter to four last night and walked up to bed, there was a bit of me that was going, I hope there's no one standing behind me. Yeah. So they can be done well. I just oh, don't yeah. think a lot of these older ones are. I think they're, oh, yeah. I think they're difficult as well. Very difficult to make um, because like the line between like, you know, in the changeling when there's like there's one note that plays on that piano. Mm. That's really terrifying when that happens. And it is just a piano being played. Um, and I think that like there must be so much more going on to try and make that bit scary that it isn't just a piano playing. Um, so I imagine it's just I imagine it, they're so easy to fuck up. They must be so easy to make bad and very, very difficult to make well. Which is why there's, a, mm. there's not that many of them. I always find with ghost stories that I I like them in the written form or in the theatre, but in in movies it's quite hard to do them well, I think, for that reason. Really hard. There's only really like a handful that you could name that really nail it. Um, Mm. Really, five or something. Is Poltergeist one of them? 1982's Poltergeist? No, no, probably not. You don't like that? No, I like Poltergeist, but it's not. But it's, it's not, not scary. It's not the haunting, and it's not the changeling. It's not. Um, it's not Ghostwatch. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I don't know how Ghostwatch nailed it better than anybody else ever nailed it, but they, I think they really, really did. The Poltergeist is a great film, but you wouldn't like turn Poltergeist off and go, "Oh, I hope there's not skeletons in my swimming pool." <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> I spent a lot of that just being jealous of how big their house was. Oh, man, their life yeah, looks amazing. Except for the whole, like, oh, isn't that funny? My 16-year-old daughter's being harassed by the builders. <laughs> well, that's pretty, yeah. <laughs> oh, weird. But, I mean, that falls, Poltergeist definitely fell under the super campy fun romp. It's a Goonies, isn't it? Yeah, the Goonies yeah, yeah. with ghosts, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's great fun. Because isn't it always that people have said that it, it was Steven Spielberg that everyone thinks actually directed it? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, I'm sure he was hovering over Toby Hooper's shoulder, but um, I don't know. Toby Hooper's just uh, just an enigma. You can't figure out where his talents are laid, really, because obviously The Sex Chainsaw Massacre, greatest horror film ever, but yeah. um, in my opinion, but um, ne- he never came close. So who knows? Um, I know, Podscope is fun. It does what it sets out to do, doesn't it? Just family-friendly yeah. Supernatural chaos. No, no real threat. No. Yeah. The chair scene always got me. The chair's bits. That's that's really well done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's not really threat, is it? No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the chair's been stacked up. Fuck. Uh, We're all gonna die. The, 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 tied it up. Uh, did, did anyone notice? I think there's a bit where they go in Carol Ann's room and um, everything's flying around, and one of the things flying around is an incredible Hulk doll on a 
horse. On a horse, yeah. yeah. And yes. it's going... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the sort of thing you'd expect to see in an Italian film, really. <laughs> Which brings us on to... You know how much I like my Italian trash. Um, mm. Have you seen Ghost House? Ghost House 3? Oh, Go- Ghost House oh. 2 was actually our very first feature, I think. Yeah, it was our very first feature. I watched one, Ghost but... House. Yeah, Ghost House is dog shit. <laughs> it's fun. It's so Silly. bad. Oh, like... Ariana, 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 <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. No, I like that one. That was cheesy. Uh, yeah, it was released as Evil Dead 3 in uh, Italy, weirdly. What? Really? Yeah. God, they yeah. absolutely they couldn't really, give a fuck. They take they? absolute liberties, yeah. <laughs> Could not give a fuck. Yeah, Citizen Kane Five, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think the auditions for Ghost House must have been like for aliens, basically. Mm. Are you an alien? Can you put on a human suit? Do you know what humans talk like? Yeah. No, I haven't got a clue. Good. There you go. You got so, the job. Yeah, that's... You got the job. <laughs> I mean, this this is my favourite bit in it. This, this, I mean, this dialogue escalates quickly. Do you remember Jack the Ripper, the psychopath who butchered seven women? Yeah. Well, there was this Anglican priest who had a vision of the last murder a few days before it happened. Where? In a streetcar. The murder took place in a streetcar? No, the minister was on a streetcar when he suddenly had the vision. Are you getting stupid or something? Oh, look who's talking. Did you learn all that while I was washing my hair? Would you be serious? Would you climb off your high horse? You know something? I've had enough. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) And the next scene, they're just back together as normal again. Yeah. Yeah, they're just in a car. After that scene, they're just in a car, aren't they? Just just fine. Yeah. (laughs) And then they pick up a hitchhiker, but he never actually goes, hello, please may I have a lift? He goes, hey, I hate hitchhiking. Yeah, and it plays a really horrible joke on them. Yeah, and then steals some money off them. And he comes back, and and then he leaves, and he just goes, you should believe in ghost pee brain. (laughs) Hard cut to next scene. Makes no sense. Um... Oh, man, that is is a ride, that film, isn't it? What the hell was going on? (laughs) Did anyone see um, Ghost House 3, House of Lost Souls? No, because I watched the first one. No, no no more. I mean, it's it's more of the same, really. Just like a load of very strange actors who (laughs) don't know how to talk. Uh, I mean, obviously, part of it is the weird dubbing. Um, (laughs) My favourite bit is the gravedigger who goes... He's, he's very, very annoyed that these two kids have turned up to the graves to investigate him. Where are you kids going? Why all the curiosity? Why all this fooling around with the past? Why bother the departed? Let them rest in peace. Here are their graves. <laughs> <laughs> Let's also remember the um, the boy of about 11 who is dubbed by an adult woman. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Because, gee, I'd like to have a hamburger with lots of relish. What a great meal that would be. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he sticks his head in a tumble dryer and it starts up and it chops his head off. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, there's a lot of very, very unconvincing decapitations a going lot, on. A lot. It's a good. It's it's fun. I mean, it is. It's so. It's just so stupid. It's a lot. It's not. I didn't like that quite as much as Ghost House, just because okay. it was the pacing was a little bit off. Uh-huh. So it was kind of like I wanted more quick cuts to the madness. There's a lot of scenes that kind of meander and. I fell asleep more than twice, is what I'm saying, so I had to keep rewinding it. <laughs> and a more recent one that I really like, Girl on the Third Floor, which came out last year. CM Punk! CM Punk! So very you're a wrestling fan. Um, I'm a wrestler! Is he a wrestler? Um, he's a wrestler, is he? The, the main guy? Yeah, he's he's a wrestler, and he does a really good Bruce Campbell impression. Oh, yes, man, it's such yeah, a yeah, Bruce yeah, Campbell really impression. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I really enjoyed this one. It's, it's great, spunk everywhere. 
<laughs> he also drinks and smokes in this when he's meant to be teetotal, straight yeah. edge. Straight he's edge. got drug free tattooed on his it knuckles. <laughs> but I mean, he's supposed to be straight edge. The character's supposed to be straight edge, so he's a naughty boy, isn't he? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Did he say spunk everywhere, Bradley? Yeah, there's spunk everywhere. Yeah, I saw a review on Letterboxd that called it the house that dripped cum. Maybe maybe I was um, uh, biased because I I put it on and I was like, oh, it's CM Punk, I like him. Uh, (laughs) And was just happy watching it for that. Um, And it was quite gross. Some of the, the, I liked how visceral the house was. It's one of those films where the fear that it's tapping into is what if, what if your DIY isn't up to scratch? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Yeah, what if that plaster doesn't hold? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, he wasn't very good at the DIY. I did notice that his um, his drywall was a bit shit. Drywall was um, terrible. Yeah, he didn't sand it down proper. Um, I've been watching videos on Reddit in case I ever need to do DIY. I'm very bored. I want to go outside. Um, I, I do wish they'd pushed it a bit further. I think they could have gone a bit more with the whorehouse and all of that and uh, they kind of skimmed on the top and suggested and hinted and it's like just go balls to the wall mad just you know marbles to the wall um yeah the marbles are good i like i like that's a nice touch the marbles yeah. just keep appearing and, and then going oh, under his skin, skin yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was good it was good for what it was I had a dog in it i like dogs i like cm punk um i like houses full of cum it's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course, all houses are full of cum by the time you finish with them. Hey! hey. It's going to be a long lockdown! It's going to be a sticky lockdown. Sticky lockdown. Oh, God. Happy summer. Um, <laughs> stop talking about cum. No, we never stop talking about Cum always comes up in this bloody podcast. Every month <laughs> there's something. <laughs> I'm keeping it in my pants. Um, <laughs> so, are there any others you want to talk about before we move on? Oh, God, what's the other one I watched? Exit. Oh, bloody hell. Exit manoeuvres, exit wounds. Oh. Burnt offerings. Burnt offerings. Oh, I watched that this morning. <laughs> I watched I burnt offerings. Exit manoeuvres. <laughs> right. What was burnt offerings? Remind remind me about it. That's the one with Betty Davis and uh, Oliver Reed. Oh yeah, the one that's basically The Shining before The Shining. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. it inspired, literally yeah. inspired The Shining. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it's. I weird. wish I got round to this one because it looks camptastic. It's it's good. It's good camp. Yeah, um, yeah it's weird, isn't it? Because yeah. it's horrid, like really horrible. It's a really film. good good idea, actually. The the idea that. This house is fixing itself by ruining the inhabitants. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some uh, of the scenes were were generally disturbing, like the the kid and the dad in the pool. I mean, that's the most goes, horrible bit in it. Just because they they stretch it out for as long yeah. as possible, and it's really nasty. And it does um, really look like he's hurting him. Yeah. Like, yeah. It genuinely looks like that would have been a horrible thing. To oh, go or through. he's tossing him around and like, yeah, yeah, some sort yeah. Of like, yeah. I love that kind of fuck health and safety. <laughs> yeah, that's a 70s all over. Yeah. But they said um, one of the criticisms a lot of people had of The Shining is that Jack Nicholson is mad from the start. And so there's no sense of sort of um, him changing. Mm. In this film, he's that definitely seems like he's not mad at the start, is he? He's not. No, he's a nice man. He does change very, very slowly. Mm. Um, I'm not sure I liked it more, though. I think I, I think um, 
Yeah, personally, I think it's better to have him mad at the start. It's more fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, all, every, every film is better with Oliver Reed in it, though, isn't it? So. I think the cast are really good in that because I really liked the sort of the decay of them because even the, the aunt um, woman, old lady, started off very vivacious and makeup-y and then Ooh, gradually yeah. got like more and more tired and it was like, what what's going on? I think everyone did a really good job in this. It's... um. It's not brilliant, but I think what they had, it was they all they worked bloody hard, and I'm I'm very proud <laughs> well, of them. Well bloody done. well done. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't expecting to enjoy it, and I, I really did. So that's nice. That's cool. nice that happens. Uh, Luke, have you got any more you want to chat about? Um, no. Oh. Ghostbumps: The Haunted Piano. Uh, <laughs> Is that that's not the name of the <laughs> film? That episode. Let's talk no. about that episode now. <laughs> oh man. Did anyone watch House on Haunted Hill? Because I watched that Yeah, this I watched that today. Yeah, it's yeah, very boring. Um, it's so bad. Um, but it's got everyone in it. It's got every bit part actor you've ever seen. It's got Jeffrey Coombs in it. The beginning of House on Haunted Hill, the roller coaster scene. Mm. That's the film I want to see. Mm. The film about the psychologically intense roller coaster that makes you think you're going to die all the time. Well, that's Final Destination 3, isn't it? Yeah, but also. That was Spike from Buffy in that lift roller coaster thing. Well, and Lisa Loeb. The uh, American singer-songwriter. Who oh, was she? Famous. She's a reporter. Yeah. It's just everyone's popped up in this film. It's shit. But, it is uh, shit. It's awful, but you get to go, oh, that's the dad from the OC. Oh, there's Jeffrey Rush. Oh, there's uh, River Clear from Final Destination. One of my uh, worst qualities is I just don't recognise people, so I wouldn't have seen any of this. Oh, okay. Well, you, know, you had terrible, much, yeah. a much worse time than I did. I was just, like, basically playing bingo um, with bit pop list celebrities uh, it's great fun all right should we move on to the second feature then the woman in black so yeah our second feature is from 2012 and it's james watkins adaptation of the woman in black so you're from london trying to sell eel marsh house yes you won't find a local buyer the sooner the house is sold the sooner people can move on please don't go back to the house left you should have gone when we told you to you said you have a son go home to him don't go chasing shadows out there she's always there In Edwardian England, a young solicitor travels to a village to organise the sale of a reclusive woman's estate and discovers that a death curse has been emanating from the manor house in question for many years. Uh, Luke, this was your pick. Do you have a history with this? Uh, as, no. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I, I, just, I remember just seeing it when I was in um, uni and when Empire Cinema used to have their massive screen still there in Leicester Square, which is now Cineworld. I remember seeing it on the screen there and just really enjoying it. Yeah. Still haven't seen the stage play, but I, I oh, enjoy it. Stage, stage play is cracking. Really, really yeah, good. Yeah, I'm ready to see it. The stage play does some really, really weird, clever stuff that yeah, I've not seen anything Yeah, in such a kind of minimal else. way as well. And Yes, yeah, so minimal and terrifying. When it goes into the break, someone told me that she still appears, even when during the break, she still appears like at a window. Ooh. 
I've got a mate who um, another stand up and she went she went to see it uh, where it was when it was playing in London, whatever. And uh, they went for a drink afterwards. And she said in the bar, the uh, the two actors who play the main two didn't admit that the ghost was in the show. They don't. <laughs> Ooh. They don't. They, they don't break character ever. Wow. They never ever. And I've been told the woman who plays the woman in black isn't an actor. She is whoever is about. <laughs> because she doesn't have to do anything. She just has to stand, and at one point she has to throw her arms in the air so they can get a stagehand to do it or somebody who works at the theatre. So there literally isn't a person. I thought they were going, going out with a butterfly net, going, "You look spooky, madam." Yeah. <laughs> All you got to do is wear a dress. But that the, the stage play is brilliant. So unlike in this film, she doesn't like keep appearing in the going, ah! She does her main R in the stage play, but she, she, she throws her arms in the air. Right. That's what she does. <laughs> Did she do it for Detroit? That's what she does. A YMCA, but no one else is into it. She does the Y. Yeah, exactly. Just the Y. Um, I quite like this film. Um, It's it's great. I enjoyed uh, it. I wouldn't say it's great. I thought it was a nice, cozy period drama Mm. (laughs) with some quite effective bits of scary stuff that, I mean, doesn't do anything for me, but I can see that it. It's done well, and it's a good. There's a good variety of scares, and it's mainly jump scares. Yeah. But there's a good. They they all come from different angles. I found that my eye wasn't really being drawn to the right part of the screen for most of them. So every time something happened, I was like, "Ah, fuck! I missed it." <laughs> <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, it's well done. It's 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 pretty good. I think I've seen this before. But I must have blanked out of my head because I remember seeing it and going, that's all right. Um, But I think I might have been clouded by the reviews at the time because the reviews are quite lukewarm. And I remember a lot of people complaining that Daniel Radcliffe was too young for the part. Yeah, he's Um, not very convincing. I don't know. You know, rewatching it with a a fresh perspective, I thought he did quite well as, you know, young widow dad. Because, you know, olden days, there were babies quite young, didn't they? True. Everyone died. Dead by 30, yeah. Dead by 30. Good sideburn action from Daniel Radcliffe. Um, and just, yeah, I thought he did well. Um, better acting than Harry Potter. Um, again, it's one of those ghosts that you do wonder why she's doing this. Like, what was the point in... Oh, she's mental. See, you know that bit where, like, where he's looking at the Zoe trope, that spinny... Mm. Yeah, and what she appears thing. on the other side. Uh, yeah, what, with her eye through the... Why? Why? And, what, and what's the bit with the monkey with the symbols suddenly springing to life? Why? Why would you do that if you were a ghost? <laughs> that's like I was saying, that's the problem with a lot of these films is they just, I mean, the scares have made no logical sense whatsoever. I think it made sense for her because she was basically just a bit nuts, wasn't she? Even to the point where like, right, we've reunited her with a son, it's over. Oh no, she's just really angry. Oh, um, she's so angry. Yeah, She's yeah, so yeah. angry. Yeah. I quite liked that it didn't go with the usual. I mean, I've not read the book or seen the play because I'm not very cultured. Um, but I liked that it didn't go with the usual, like, we must resolve this and then the ghost will be free. And she's like, no, I'm just very pissed off. I'm going to continue. Fuck you, you're dead. Um, I liked that. I enjoyed this film a lot, actually. And I liked just how miserable and grey and horrible it looked. Yeah, it does look good, yeah. Mm. So, yeah. My favourite bit was um, where he's invited around for dinner at the posh people's house. And, and she starts drawing on the table as if like a dead son is going through it. It just reminded me of Johnny in the fast show. It's black! Oh, it's black! <laughs> Where should we sleep tonight, mother in father's grave? <laughs> what 
I didn't mm. get about her though. She's really upset that her son's dead, so she's replaced him with little dogs. But don't dogs die, you know, qu- more quicker than sons usually? Maybe her husband or the servants or whoever are on the alert, and the minute one dies, they just sneak another one in. Nah, just get a turtle or something. They last for ages. Maybe or a parrot. Yeah, and they talk back. Yeah. Or a uh, what's that fish that lives for four hundred years? <laughs> What, a lobster, getting a mortal lobster. <laughs> <laughs> jellyfish. I think jelly, jellyfish are very fragile. <laughs> 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 a jellyfish would replace a dead son very well. <laughs> <laughs> so you know that that um, that kid's drowned in the marsh and they never recovered his body. Yeah, they yeah. couldn't be. Can't fucking tried very hard, could they? Because <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe gets it out in five minutes. That's because he's got a car and no one else has a car and they're all afraid of uh, the future or something. Yeah. Uh, did anyone see the 1989 ITV version? Yeah, no. it's better, isn't it? I no. think it is no, better. I'm not, I'm not seen that one. I don't think it's better. Oh, it, okay. I think the scares are better, and the um the, the I think they get Mrs. Drablo better. Mrs. Drablo? Yeah. Right. No, Mrs. Drablo's the other woman. Yeah, no, that's she? right. Yeah, Janet. Why well, did it sound like you were trying to <laughs> see if she was in the room with you? <laughs> Mrs. Drablo, are you here with us? <laughs> You're going to start tapping on the table. Nice, so. Run the bath if you're here with us. <laughs> you asked for my story. I have told it. Enough. <laughs> um, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> um, That's genuinely yes. creeped me out, actually, because she's terrifying, that woman. She's so scary. Um, I like the ITV one. It's very slow, but I think they get... The bit where she comes at the screen at the end... That's horrid. <laughs> well, it's not. It's not at the end, is it? It just go, it goes on for way too long after that point. Stop doing that noise. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> scared the piss out of me. Um, is her name Mrs. Drablo? I feel. Yes, like, I feel Jen, like Jen, Mrs. Drab, like Mrs. It, Drablo is the is the uh, is the sister. Well, they're both called Drablo because. Uh, oh, of course they are. Of course they are. Sisters. Yeah, yeah, of course they are. Sisters. Yeah. Jenny, That's how names Jenny work, Shadlow. isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I like I like the dialogue and the characterisation in the ITV one, but I think it spends too long just rehashing the sound effect of the drowning boy. Oh yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and that old business with the little toy soldier—that's not very scary, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it moves around the house. Is that right? Yeah, he sort of finds it in his hand. Oh yes, that's right. Well, she wrote another story, didn't she? Called the little, the, the small hand, which I wrote. In the, <laughs> the small hand was was it adapted into that porn film we talked about, Big Thumbs? It <laughs> <laughs> uh, was small hands then. It's it's another it's another it's another. She, she she obviously she's written lots of ghost stories and they're all very good. And one I think it's called the tiny hand or the small hand or something. And it's a little boy. It's a bloke who's walking fine. through. I've got a fang on. <laughs> this isn't a thing. That's not. A, oh, you've made no. Yes, it is called the small hand. Yes, small and it's hand. um it's a it's a guy who's walking through a garden. And he just his his uh, a little boy keeps a little invisible boy keeps holding his hand. Um, so she's got a thing about that. That's what I was going to say. Right. <laughs> Children's hands are quite creepy, though, so I'll give her that. Oh yeah, they're like, they're like normal hands, but smaller. Okay, so Emily, <laughs> uh, you've seen the play, but nobody else has seen the play. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think any of the films really touch the play. I don't think they go. I don't know why they won't wouldn't have really just taken what the play did and try and make a film version of that. Because I think you could poss- you could do it. 
You could do it. Yeah, it would be quite difficult, but you, you could you could do that. I went with my mate. It was a Saturday matinee, and there were some kids in because it's very popular to have it on the GCSE syllabus. And there were some teenagers that kind of strolled in, and they're like, "Yeah, it's going to be well scary, isn't it, Miss?" And by the interval, one of them was actually shaking. Yeah, yeah. She's scared. Are you all right? <laughs> the reason it's so terrifying is because they blur where the where the play is and where real life is. They really cleverly yeah. blur those two things. And you could do that in a film, like like um, I suppose Ghostwatch again did it a bit. But like you could, in some way, blur reality and and the film world in 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 a in a film. I don't know how you do it, but I, I don't know why nobody's ever. The flag is that the actors are putting on the story, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so it's well, like there's um, that inside number nine live episode they did. I suppose that does. Yeah, I think that, doesn't it? I think that was a real. I think that was an attempt to do it. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And a lot of that came from Ghostwatch, didn't it? An awful lot was, mm. was them. We, we yeah, I've Ghostwatch. never seen Ghostwatch. Don't don't watch it now because it, it it'll be awful. No, I, I watched it recently and it still it still holds up. Okay, it's still really good. No, what I mean is, if you saw it when it went out, I think it's proper terrifying. And I still, I've got a copy of it and I love it. But when people say to me, like, oh, I should watch it. I go, don't watch it because, like, you'll, you'll fucking hate it. And that, that'll hurt me inside that you'll hate it because I think it's so great. <laughs> yeah, I remember um, after it was on at school, you know, loads of friends saying, oh, did you see Ghostwatch? It's fucking so scary. You know, this has actually happened. And the reason I hadn't watched it is because I'd seen it listed in the Radio Times as a drama. And I was oh, thinking, yeah. Like, I don't want to watch some boring drama. Well, now it's time for something really scary. <laughs> so it's Bryony and Phil versus Emily and Luke. And one half of each pair of scary noises this month, of course, comes from a haunted house movie. So here's your first pair of scary noises. Mommy's asking you a question, bud. Samantha, someone who talks to you sometimes, Jake. Yes, Bryony. Uh, it's the dialogue from Ghost House. It's not. Oh, okay. I don't know then. Do you want to guess the music, you and Phil? Uh, 13 Ghosts, why not? Not 13 Ghosts. So, uh, Luke and Emily, here you go. Mommy's asking you a question, bud. Samantha, someone who talks to you sometimes, Jake. Can you remember any of the things that Don't you... Don't ask the boy any more questions. Talk to me. What did you say? Uh, I know the dialogue is Poltergeist. No, it's not. It's not? No. Well, it sounds like the squeaky lady from Poltergeist. What, Tangina? No, she sounds more like that. I mean, the music was very difficult. That was from Chud. And the uh, dialogue was from Stir of Echoes. Oh, that's quite good. Oh. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Of echoes, yeah. Here's uh, your second pair. What is this? I need, I need please. That? What just happened to you there? That's nothing. You've just been playing around with ghosts. Wait till somebody lets out the darkness in this place. That's a whole. That's a whole new bunch of crazy shit. Yes, Bradley. It's uh, haunting on Hill House. Haunted Hill House. The the shit one. Do you want to say again? Dialogue. Do you want to just like just change the words around a bit? Uh, no, the I... the house on Haunted Hill. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> The shit one. <laughs> if so you just shout ones. haunted house, it'll be right eighty <laughs> percent of the time. Um, music. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. Okay. It sounded like that. No. All right. Uh, Luke and Emily, can you get the music? What is this? I need, I need, please. That? What just happened to you there? That's nothing. You've just been playing around with ghosts. Wait till somebody lets out the darkness in this place. That's a whole. That's a whole new bunch of crazy shit. That's you'll hate that shit. 
What is this darkness? It, the thing, the evil. The thing that's the rotten core at the bottom of this place. The thing that's gonna kill us all. Death by corrosion, that thing. That is from the village. Ah. Number three. I really appreciate the CDC coming in as quickly as he did for this. Oh, well, I only wish we were made aware of the situation sooner. Are you sure it's rabies? It was very difficult to diagnose. Yes, Ronnie. Oh, wait, no. Oh, no, I fucked that up. Uh, <laughs> I thought the dialogue was my, maybe the crazies. No. No. All right, again, uh, Luke and Emily, can you get these? I really appreciate the CDC coming in as quickly as he did for this. Oh, well, I only wish we were made aware of the situation sooner. Are you sure it's rabies? It was very difficult to diagnose. It seems to be a mutated hyperactive strain, and it's extremely aggressive. We have no idea what started it, and what we do have is what we believe to be our first reported case, Dominic Danvers. Is the music the changeling? It is, yeah. And is the dialogue contagion? Uh, no, it was Rabid, the uh, Soska Sisters mm. remake. Oh, I was going to say that. The worst remake ever. All right, uh, number four. Uh, and what might your name be? Seymour Krellboyne with a K. Krellboyne. Krellboyne. Raised it in a coffee can. <laughs> well, tell me, Mr. Krellboyne. Emily. Uh, dialogue, Little Shop of Horrors. Yes. Was that like the Roger Corman Little Shop of Horrors? That's the original, it is, yeah. 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 That's oh. the original, yeah. yeah. And the music? Uh, the music... Um, no, it's, it's not really changing. No, I'll leave it. Phil and Brian, can you get the music? And uh, um, what might your name be? Seymour Krellboyne with a K. Krellboyne. Krellboyne. Raised it in a coffee can. <laughs> well, tell me, Mr. Krellboyne, is this a freak or, or can more be raised from the sea? We should live so long. Oh, I don't think they're going to be any more, Miss uh... Pushtwanger. Mrs. Hortense Pushtwanger. Uh... Why? Ghosty, housey, whiny song. Whiny, ghosty, whiny, housey song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Anything? It's, Close? It's, oh, God. It no. was, uh, the Haunted God. House on House Hill. No, <laughs> it was Burnt Offerings. Oh, oh, see, I watched or, that or this morning. Exit Procedures or whatever it was called. <laughs> exit Maneuvers. Exit Maneuvers. Exit <laughs> yeah. Uh, number uh, five. Now, pigs were different. You have to get in close, you know, get the dogs onto them, and then you go in with a knife. Right here again. Well, Phil, it's both of us. Well, I better be right then, because we're on the same team. Let's, yeah. hang on, we'll confer. Do you think it's Wolf Creek? The music? No, the dialogue. Oh, I didn't get the dialogue, but I got what the music. What do you music. think the music is? I think it's Poltergeist's music. All right, I'm prepared to go with that if you think Wolf Creek's right. I don't know, I've not seen Wolf Creek, so I couldn't tell you. So I'll ask Cliff, see what he says. Yeah. Cliff? <laughs> <laughs> is it Wolf Creek? Very rare that we get one of these. Yes, it's Poltergeist. That was the music. Yeah! Yes, the dialogue is Wolf Creek. You get a bonus yeah. point. <laughs> so see, yeah, it pays to confer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Together, like our brains worked there. That was nice, didn't it? Bit of, bit of brain working in tandem. Yeah. So what's the score at the minute? Four two to Phil and Bryony. Here's number six. Who are you? Oh, what do you want? Bryony. Uh, that's Ghost House. Yes, it is. And the music? Uh, I don't know. Just... No, no idea. Okay. Uh, Emily and Luke, can you get the music? Who are you? What do you want? For God's sakes. Somebody help me.
is the music the woman in black it sounds like the train station scene but no it's very difficult music actually it's color out of space uh, oh of course right okay yep. yeah yeah uh, so that was five two to phil and Bryony. well done oh nice one <laughs> Uh, one year ago, next month, we did a show about classic Jalo movies. So we're revisiting the genre next time with a look at Jalo from 1979 to 2009. I've picked Fatal Frames as one of our features. So, uh, Phil and Bryony, do you want to choose another one for our first feature next month? I'm going to choose 13 Ghosts. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't really like Tenebrae, but we could do Tenebrae. Do Tenebrae. Or The Washing Machine, either or. Uh, Tenebrae, please. Okay. <laughs> I did the washing machine. Yeah, the washing machine is awful. <laughs> uh, so you can reach us on Twitter at DevilX5. We're on Facebook too, and you can see lists of all the films we discuss each episode on letterbox.com slash DX5. Uh, once again, if you've chosen to listen to us during lockdown, then thank you very much. Shout out to Joe Wells, who's said that he's been re-listening to every episode. Uh, in return, I'd like to say that Joe Wells is a brilliant political comedian who I believe is planning some virtual gigs. So look him up on Facebook for announcements of those. Uh, what about you guys? Are you entertaining the nation during this weird time? I'm mostly just masturbating, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a few, a few here and there. And yeah. none of these are on Facebook Live, though. <laughs> we'll see how long it goes on for. Right. Not yet. I'll make it into a whole hour-long show. So, <laughs> so is that a, your satirical dig at the Edinburgh Fringe? <laughs> <laughs> and for all I said earlier about there being too many podcasts and not enough listeners at the moment, I think we might be putting out a bonus horror quiz episode between now and our next proper show, so look out for that. Until then... Good luck. We'll get through this. <laughs> Wash your hands. Thanks for listening. <laughs>